Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Bully Ray, and Tommy Dreamer talk about AEW Dynamite from last night. And Soraya is back. She has been cleared. We talk about that, plus the promo and the war of words between her and Britt Baker leading up to full gear on the 19th of this month. Also, talk about a war of words. We get into Road Dogg's comments about Bret Hart and sports entertainment versus pro wrestling. And we do that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. And guys, let's not bury the lead. And that is Soraya, formerly Paige, being cleared and being able to compete back in the ring. And her first match in a very long time happening against Dr. Britt Baker, uh, Saturday the 19th at Full Gear in Newark, New Jersey, Tommy. Pretty cool moment. And you could actually see her get emotional when talking about it in the ring last night. What I heard was passion. And what I heard was happiness. And a lot of that spit and fire promo when you get to talk about your health when you get to talk about what was taken away from her and we've seen this happen to so many athletes before and they've come back but she's come back a little differently and it's it was an awesome thing to hear but yes like you said you can hear her welling up because I mean Dave the best part about a lot of um, youth as well as your body it's it's trying to heal itself it's ever uh, wrong with it And that time away, we've seen it 
you know, with Shawn Michaels. We've seen it with, you know, Edge, Brian Danielson. Um, here's somebody who was taken away from us. Um, and like, you know, she grew up in this business. She's, you know, second generation wrestler. Her, her parents, they made a movie about her. Uh, all of that came through in a promo. But that one, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm getting a second chance in life because a lot of people don't get second chances in life. And I'm happy that she did. And I loved her promo. Uh, just because you could re like, uh, and Bully and I always talk about it. it was real. And, you know, then they're going back and forth. That's uh, compelling television. It really, really was. Whether they're blurring the lines, whether there's some truth to it, that's what you do when you go out there and you're, you know, you're trying to get people interested in your match. You're trying to get people put asses in seats to get you to watch this match. They got me hooked. Well, yeah, and, and listen, we'll get into the match in just a second. And, Bully, I want to get your opinion on what we heard during the promo between those two last night on Dynamite. But, yeah, having Soraya back in the ring, you look back at it like Soraya's still very young. and But she is, as she said, born in this business, has been doing it for a long time. You know, you go back to 2012, 2013, 2014, there was no women's wrestler bigger than Paige at that time, Soraya, you know, number one wrestler in PWI, even Rolling Stone, you know, called her Women's Wrestler of the Year going back to 2014. Like, she had all the accolades, and then the injuries started to happen, and then she came back for a little while and got injured again. And it's been a long time since she's been in the ring, but you could tell from her personally, but also the roar of that crowd last night that they're very excited to see this match. And this is going to be a good matchup with Dr. Britt Baker. And it was a great war of words. You heard some of it as we were coming back from break, but... Bully, what did you think of that war of words that we heard on Dynamite last night? Well, Dave, you talked about what we heard, and you're talking about the war of words. What did the people in the arena tell you about the war of words last night? Whose side were the people on? They, they, they were on page. They were on, I'm sorry, Soraya's side for sure. Yes. You really think so? Yeah, of course. Towards the end of the promo, when she starts saying, well, I did this and I did this and I did that. You've never accomplished anything, Britt. And I did Madison Square Garden. I did the Tokyo Dome. Those people told you that they were on Soraya's side? I think they were clinging on to every word she was saying. There must be something wrong with the volume or, or, or the sound on my TV. There were audible groans in that crowd from those people because of the way Soraya was... In trying to build herself up, you talked about how Edge came back from uh, injury and how Danielson came back and how Brett, uh, Shawn Michaels came back. None of them, when they came back, said, yeah, but I had to go through this and I had to go through that and I did this and I did that and you've never done anything. Why is she talking down to Britt Baker, a woman that has been there from day one? who at one time we were talking about not just being the face of the women's division in AEW, the face of AEW, period. And Paige is just going to walk in and go, Saray is just going to walk in and go, this is my house, bitch, and talk down to her. Why not build her up? Why not put her over? She's been there from day one. She's had some of the most memorable matches. She had her Steve Austin crimson mask moment 
those people, when Soraya was talking towards the end, were very 50-50 in, in my ears. Interesting. And, and, and Tommy, I want to get your take in just a second, because as you're talking, Bully, kind of brought me to what we saw in John Moxley's promo. We'll get into that a little bit later, where I think Moxley did just what you said about putting your opponent over. And the same thing with MJF and his promo uh, leading to the match that we're going to get at full gear. Uh, Tommy, what did you hear in that ring? And is there some truth to what Bully is saying? Oh, absolutely there is. Um, I had also thought about what if she said her news last? Whatever her buildup was, what if she did it last? And then it's just like, and by the way, I, I'm cleared and I'm going to face you. She had emotion. She had passion. Though I personally did not like her saying to um, Britt, she got her job by being handed to it from Tony Khan. If I was Britt, I would have raked her eyes and said, really? And how did you get your job? Was it into your hand to you by Vince? Hmm. How did you get that? Right then and there, that AEW audience. Oh, you know, when you're battling like that um because brit hasn't just been handed a job she was handed an opportunity and brit ran with that they're building your opponent up but it's more like i said spit and fire because when you're angry when you're annoyed at somebody sometimes you say things that you know you may regret later in a passionate type of promo i'm talking about if you're arguing with a, a, a spouse a friend a loved one you're gonna go for the jugular. Yes, there were some things about, hey, I did this, this, and this. But at the end of the day, her end line was about the comeback and you're going to be the part of that story. And then the people are like, oh, shit. And then the best part about also with Britt, she laid out. Like, she really was like, wow. Okay. Uh, it's going to be an interesting match. Listen, um, Bully is correct. There's 10,000 ways to cut the promo. Like for me, I know I would have said, I have this great news. I would have saved it for last and then done that explanation on the tail end. Tommy, the tone of Soraya's promo to me, the, what she was saying and the tone she was delivering it in, I thought she was going to end her promo with, what about me? What about Soraya? A la Taz. It was like she was saying, but I did this and I did this and the business owes me this. And I got hit by a car and I still wrestled. Okay, great. What does that have to do with anything? Like, like oh, we've all been through our trials and tribulations of what we've gone through. I shattered my ankle in a wrestling match at barely legal. And after three days, I ripped my cast off and now my ankle is healed the wrong way my entire career. Do I go out there and go, look at what I did for the business. I wrestled on a shattered ankle. I, I would say that as a heel. That's a heel promo. Soraya cut a heel promo last night. Mm, Britt? I think she was going at her differently. And again, Bubba, when you're speaking real life passion, could there be, it's... Almost like if I have this, I outline, I write an outline first of these are the things I want to say. And if people are, are, because, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like one person is saying I'm the best, the other person's like, well, you know, if you really do think about the grand scheme of things, you're wrestling three years in a company, I was this. There are 
you know, it, it, when John Cena and The Rock were out there, there was a lot of real life stuff going on back and forth. And it's like, well, I'm John Cena. Well, I'm The Rock. It's just different way to, and, and you also have to follow the story too, leading into what we saw last night. Because Britt Baker has been doing a lot of trash talking on the microphone, not only to Soraya but just in general about how she is the pillar of this company, how much she's accomplished in this company. Sometimes even overshadowing who's holding the AEW Women's Championship. So I think for Soraya in that promo, I think it's because us as fans have followed her career you know, going back to 2012, but also following the storyline of what Britt Baker has been saying inside that ring for months. I am very happy for Soraya that she is better and that she is now cleared to wrestle because having, I don't know what it's like to have your career taken away, but being friends with Edge and other wrestlers who have had their career taken away, I'm sure it's very, very difficult to deal with. So good for her. God bless her that she got cleared and she's going to be back in a ring and hopefully she's safe and never gets hurt again. All that stuff. Awesome. But when you go out there, and you come from the world of the WWE, those AEW fans are going to treat you just like ECW fans treated WWE guys. It's either we're going to welcome you with open arms or we are going to bury you. And it's all based on how you handle it and what you say. Because don't walk into our backyard and start spouting off at the mouth about how great this other place was. And you worked in the Tokyo Dome and you worked in Madison Square Garden. Great, if that's so important to you, Go back and work there. Go get it cleared by a doctor and go work back for the WWE. But if I'm if I'm an AEW, I'm like, don't step into this house. If I'm Soraya, I'm looking at Britt and going, you know what, Britt? You've been a bitch to me from day one, but I owe you an apology. And I'm going to be the bigger woman here. You're right. This is your house, Britt. You've been here from day one. You've done all of these great things. You're a credible women's champion. And you know what? I've You've only been doing it for three years, but by the time you make it to 30 years like me or 10 years, whatever, you're going to be just as good. But mark my words, come this date, I'm going to, uh, you know, get back in the ring for the first time in seven years. I'm going to beat you and I'm going to take your house from you. All right. Don't, so let me ask. Let was, me ask that you. was a very self-serving promo for a baby face. And if you go back and listen, if you don't believe me, if you think I'm just spouting off in the mouth, go back and listen to the fans. They were like, Ugh, I will reaction like we want to love you, but we hate what you just said. Interesting. But all right, so right. let me ask you this, Bully, and then I want to ask you, Tommy. And I think I know, Tommy, what, what you're what you're going to answer. But Bully, would it have been better if she went in there and we heard the line coming out of the break where it's like, you know, I went to the doctor, I had all these tests and the report came back. And unfortunately for you, Britt, I'm cleared and I'm going to face you on the 19th at full gear. Should the, should it have ended there? Should they have not gone any further than that? Should, like Tommy said earlier, should it have ended with her saying I'm cleared and I'm going to face you at full gear without everything that happened afterwards? You're asking me? Yes. I, I agree with Tommy that you should save the good news into the end because that good news is going to get a monster pop, okay? 
And that's what you want to end it with. You know, the, the last thing they remember is the finish. And the finish of the promo would, would have been, I'm back. I'm stepping into the ring with you. I'm going to beat you. Mic drop. Goodbye. All of that other stuff that came out of her mouth, what did it accomplish? I did this. I did that. I battled this. I got hit by a car. My family this. I've been doing this 30 years. Okay. Every wrestler has their story. But for a baby face to go in there and go, me, 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 me. That's why it reminded me of Taz. Because Taz is like, I had to go through this. I was too short. I had to uh, deal with this. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What about me? What about Taz? That, that's what I felt from Soraya last night. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchicks. Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchicks Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. A lot of people, not just in the world of wrestling, but even outside of wrestling, are talking about Road Dogg's comments about Bret Hart. Because already I think a lot of people are taking it out of context because he's talking about it in regards to the Monday Night War and whether Road Dogg, as part of the WWF, was worried about losing that war once Bret Hart was gone. And he spoke honestly that he wasn't worried. So, again, I think a lot of people are taking this out of context because it was in regards to that Monday Night War. But I think you both would agree, Bully and Tommy, a lot of interesting comments from Road Dog about Bret Hart. Tommy, your thoughts? Uh, 1,000%. As soon as I heard the first thing, because I've read many captions, and those captions are wrong. Those captions are clickbait. Those captions yeah. are wrong. And even Road Dog did say, listen to the podcast before you make the assessment, which sadly a lot of people do. Um, and I get that. I get that more than anybody uh, that we're looking at. Um, the, I also think the context was, if you think of what yesterday was, was the anniversary of Brett and Sean. Yeah. And then if we're talking about, we had this conversation yesterday and the nation chimed in so, so passionately about Brett or Sean. I would look at it, then I would pose the question to Road Dog or Conrad. You guys can take it. Who would you pick? Like, what if Sean was the guy who left as opposed to Brett? Think of that world. What he was saying, 
is his own personal opinion. And that he was like, this is not a heated thing. You also got a, every wrestler, um, bully myself, Mark Henry will all say there's guys that we've been in the ring with. And then we'd be like, not as good as I thought. And then there's also people that you'll be in the ring with. And you'd be like, God, this guy is great. Like, and it, but if you go out there and say this, or if you go out there, uh, he's making a valid point. Like, honestly, to his own admission, Goldberg. Goldberg, when he had his run, he was just like, I was so inexperienced. I was so this, I was so that. Like, I didn't get it. And then I'm also being, you know, pulled this way, this way. And like, then it's, you know, it's also the, you get things too fast. And like, but are you not going to run with that? If you're not going to, if they gave that opportunity to anybody, you're going to run with that. So like, Hey, personal opinion, uh, that's his opinion. And he's, but again, if you really do listen to what he it said, it's, there's a lot more to it than the world hating on road dog. Me personally, if you ask me, I think Bret Hart is freaking great. Uh, we're talking about people's holes in his game. Brett has said on, you know, Hey, I wasn't the flashiest guy, but I went out there and I had the best match possible to me. That means everything. And when then people would criticize Brett's uh, microphone skills, I loved Brett's skills because he was very, very direct. And then when he turned heel, he would actually go for heat and rip up the morals of the people. But a lot of people like, you know, and there's also, I'm looking at this guy from when I saw in the heart foundation who was silent because they had a great manager to then, if you think of his career trajectory, so Hall of Fame worthy for everything that he's gotten. And I'm a big Bret Hart fan. I'm a big Road Dog fan. Then it also goes to like, this is the, the greatest debate of everything. Sports entertainers versus wrestlers. Well, and really quick, because I want to get I want to get Bully's take. But one one thing I do want to say, and the question that was asked to Road Dog, so I'm just going to throw it out there quickly before we take the break. Did the did uh, the WWF lose the war once they lost Bret Hart? The question was posed like, was he afraid that losing Bret Hart was going to cause them to lose the war? The answer is clear. It didn't. As a matter of fact, I think their ratings got even bigger once Bret Hart left and went to WCW. You, um, hang on, Bub. You talked about the effect of Cody leaving and how it would affect AEW. Did it? It's probably been just about the same. And it's not, we love Cody. It's not a knock on anybody. No, no, so wait, wait, but it's wait, a question wait. that was posed. To that, that, what's the answer to that question? Did Cody leaving AEW affect AEW? Yes or no? Oh no, no it affected AEW. But I think, but I think Tommy's talking about business wise. Did it Correct. affect AEW? And it hasn't. But you know, did Bret Hart leaving WWF and going to the WCW? Did that hurt WWF business wise? Did it? I I I don't think it did. As a matter of fact, I think. If you go and look at the trajectory of what happened in that timeline, I think the WWF actually got bigger. And I'm not saying it's because Bret Hart was gone, but but that was the question that was posed to Road Dog. Was he afraid that losing Bret Hart was that going to hurt the WWF? His answer was no. 
I want to get your take, Bully, when we come back right here on Busted Open. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. Obviously, if you go back and listen to the Oh, You Didn't Know podcast, uh, it was in reference to the question was about whether Road Dog was fearful of Bret Hart leaving and what it might do to business for the WWF. Now, he said a couple of things that I agree with and bully a couple of things that I do not agree with. And again, that's going to happen with opinions. There's going to be things that you agree with and things you don't agree with. He did say like... You know, I didn't. I, I was about to say Bret Hart was a good wrestler, not a great wrestler. He was a great wrestler, but then goes on to say, I didn't think Bret Hart was a great wrestler. So I truly believe he doesn't think Bret Hart was a great wrestler. Bret Hart, as you know, was definitely a great wrestler. But I think more of the context of the discussion was about sports entertainment. And I think the big statement from Road Dog was sports entertainment that's where the money is, as opposed to, I guess, him believing the technical side of pro wrestling. What do you think of the comments, Bully, by Road Dog? And do you agree with the comments by Road Dog? This is completely subjective. Mm. And we have to try to uh, stand in Road Dog's shoes and get into his mind to truly understand his subjective opinion. I think it's very 50-50 when he gives his opinion on Bret Hart as a wrestler, um, sports entertainer, and his personal and professional opinion. I think that the Montreal Screwjob and the way Bret Hart might have gone about business left a bad taste in people's mouth. And I wouldn't be surprised if that left a bad taste in Road Dog's mouth about how he did business. When it comes to the subjective side of how Dog feels about Bret Hart as a wrestler, maybe in his eyes, he just doesn't see it. Dave, what match brought us together on this show? Uh, Omega and Okada. You said it was the greatest match you've ever seen, right? One of the greatest, yes. I couldn't care less if I've never seen that match again. And I get killed for it because how could I possibly think Okada and Omega wasn't that great or whatever? That's just my subjective opinion on it. Just like Road Dog has his subjective opinion on whether or not Bret Hart is a great professional wrestler. Now, 
I disagree with Road Dog when it comes to Bret Hart being a great professional wrestler. I think in the ring, when it comes to the term professional wrestler, Bret Hart was one of the best to ever do it. When it comes to sports entertainer, I agree with Road Dog that Bret Hart wasn't the level of sports entertainer of a Shawn Michaels or of a New Age Outlaws or a Degeneration X. So I see, I see this from all sides, and also Road Dog. To and make and it- here's the word. Here's the word where 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 we you know it kind of gets lost. It's based on how you define the word performer. Road Dog said that he didn't think that 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 Brett was a great performer. Well, what exactly is a great performer in pro wrestling? Is that a great pro wrestler? Is that a great sports entertainer? Is that right down the middle? I don't know. There are so many talents out there that some will love, some will not love. Um, Sean, go ahead, Tommy. There's there's this debate too, Dave, and you gotta I'm forget about you know asses and seats, old timers, all this stuff that they say. Um, think about this because I told you I've asked several. I've asked Flair, I've asked Dusty, who was the greatest, and when you it, there's also people who would be like, well, he couldn't work, he couldn't draw as a heel, or he couldn't draw as a babyface, or he couldn't draw outside of New York. And like, these are all different levels of what people's opinion are. Yeah. You know, last year, who the greatest football team was? The team that won the Super Bowl. That's it. Their debate over. May not be your favorite team. Oh, but they cheated and they, no, that's it. You know who's the best baseball team this year? The Houston Astros. They won the World Series, but they didn't have the best record. It doesn't matter. They won the World Series. Who's the best team in the National League? The Phillies. They were the low. They had the lowest uh, um, record. They went to the World Series. These are debates that will ha- be um, through time, and then it's again a guy's just giving his opinion. And we're jokingly before it's now like, oh, you didn't know because you don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, well, and, and I, I also think too, guys, Tommy, not to do you go. think to, Dave Let's just blow off Cardona? We don't like him anyway. We don't need Do you play. think Brett needed Sean or Sean needed Brett? Oh, boy. Let me let me let me put it in some more. Did Steve Austin need Vince McMahon? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you're just going to say that. I was going to say, you know who the worst friggin wrestler of all time is? Vince McMahon. Horrible. Think of how great he is as a character, they, they, as a I sports mean, entertainer. And without Vince McMahon, there would be no Steve Austin. Without this Bret Hart screw job thing, we would never have seen Vince McMahon, who was not a good wrestler. But I, but I think that goes back but to the drew context millions of, who- of dollars and was a, a a massive player. And if you think about it, he was the foil to a guy who was amazing in the ring. But but, but I think with Road Dog and these are, these comments are coming from Road Dog. Road Dog said. In that, in that clip we played, I was not a good wrestler. He goes, I will never yeah. claim I was a good wrestler. I was never a good wrestler. And in his opinion, in Road Dogg's opinion, sports entertainment is where the money is. He doesn't feel in, in that balance between pro wrestler and sports entertainment. To him, it's not a balance at all. 
It's more about the sports entertainment aspect of this business than the actual technical side of the wrestling. That's his opinion. So if that's sports his entertainers opinion, has, have always made yeah. more money than pro wrestlers in the pro wrestling industry. Dave, but, but Bully and I are in impact. Vince Russo's writing. He would literally say out loud, the wrestling doesn't matter. And he would back it up with the with backstage all this data. Look where the look where the information is. The wrestling doesn't matter. And I would be so mad at him. But then how do I dispute that when he has this validity? Highest rated act in the history of TNA wrestling. Who was it, Tommy? Uh the beautiful people, though not saying they're they're they were these amazing in-ring workers. They were very, very good in-ring workers, but it's the high, most watched. Out of but all, even AJ, AJ Styles, Samoa <laughs> Joe, Kurt, me and Tommy shared the same fact. <laughs> AJ, Samoa Joe, Daniel, uh, this guy, that guy, your sister's ass. On a Tuesday. No. Speaking of ass, who was the highest rated act in the history? The beautiful people. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast catch the full three hours of busted open monday through saturday at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.